The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff. Um, I'm in the process. So before we had Digital Kira, I, I did all our videos. Before in, we had Digital Kira, we had nobody. We had nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were going to say something. We had no yeah, one. No, we had, we no had one. Jimmy. And, and I did the videos. And so I'm in the process of uh, getting all our old videos to give to Digital Kira because mm. they're going to be pushed out around Australia. Sure, sure. So if you do see our faces uh, pop up on other social accounts that aren't Jimmy and Nath, don't, mm. be a, don't worry. It's great because there's some really good old clips that are just really making me laugh. Like, mm. what, are you, what were you sneaky good at? And yeah. Caller Kaz called up with UFC tap outs. That's right. It's just so many things are really funny. Uh, but I, I showed her an artist who came into the studio and she just started laughing uncontrollably <laughs> at them. Yeah. At them. I know. It was like a sincere performance. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. yeah. And Craig Dave was so lovely. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, Jim, you know, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser and I hate controversy and upsetting people. This is probably. One of my great flaws as a human being <laughs> is that I don't like upsetting people and I avoid controversy as much as I can. Yeah, we've, we've, I mean, Nathan and I have been over this outside of the show, Australia. We were just talking about it. Yeah. Just when, before. When Nath makes decisions, he's the only one that's going to get hurt. Yeah. He'd rather be miserable and upset mm-hmm. and angry. But as long as everyone else is happy. See, this is the thing. Sometimes, and that's the perfect example, Jim, this people pleaser in me uh, works against me. Not mm. sometimes, most of the most time. Of as you know, uh, I've recently moved into a new apartment and with a new apartment comes a new local coffee place, right? So there's a new local coffee place that I've been going to for the last few weeks. Uh, get my local brew of the morning. Uh, very busy. You've been to this place with me. It's very busy and it's very loud in there. Uh, I'm going to give you a bit of a timeline because I'm having a bit of an issue there and I was hoping both you and Australia can help me out. Three weeks ago, I ordered a coffee, right, in this busy place. And then as they do, they said, okay, I've ordered my coffee, almond cappuccino. Uh, what's your name? Now, I said Nath. I said, my name is Nath. And it was so busy. there was Weird heaps- if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing a bit because okay. I was like, this is the new place. Because you are known for, for ple- people pleasing and bits. Yeah, exactly. So, and in this case, I was not doing a bit, okay. uh, but you'll, you'll see when I came to the people pleasing thing. And then she goes, okay, cool. And I can see her write down the name Nick, right? She writes down Nick and hands it over to the Brewster. So she's behind the cash register, hands it over. Now, it is so busy and so loud, I, I, I didn't get the chance uh, to correct her. And also, I didn't want, you know, to to waste ink and throw out, potentially throw out the coffee cup lid and, and embarrass her. So mm. I just said, oh, okay, that's that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Nick, right? Uh, anyway, you Nick. don't want to waste the coffee. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want it because it was busy. I didn't want to embarrass oh, the people, heaps of people behind me. So I was like, okay, we'll go with Nick. Anyway, I had my coffee, carried on. So they yelled at Nick and you walked up. Yeah. Uh, wh- and also another opportunity for you to go, hey, guys, just so you know, Appreciate. Don't want you to waste any ink. Well, because well, I got you. The person who yelled it out was the barista, right? You can pass it on. Standing straight, but I didn't want to embarrass her because she's written Nick down. Didn't do anything embarrassing. She's written the she wrong did. Thing. She got the name wrong. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Hey, excuse me. Uh, you wrote Nick, but my name's Nath. Mm. Oh my god! You don't know. I quit. <laughs> I can't handle what this. What if I, I end her coffee? No one catches. deserves a serve. <laughs> exactly right. I took that. I took that ad way too seriously. Right. Very so famous ad in Tasmania. So, so I so I take the coffee and carry on. Anyway, last week I went back again. So she doesn't work every single day, right? I think it's like every Thursday she works there. Anyway, went back in. Went back she in. Can't be a good barista, man. She's only getting one shift and gets week. names wrong. <laughs> Anyway, when it went in there again. What's that one barista? Why do we, hey, mm. darling? Why do we only employ <laughs> Sally once a week? Well, hun, she never gets anyone's names right. Yeah, yeah. All right, just keep giving her Thursdays. Also, her name's not Sally; it's Diane. So, I don't... and here's the thing: so I went in last week again, uh, and she said it's Nick, isn't it? And that was the perfect opportunity for me to go. No, it's not. She literally gave it to me right before she wrote. She goes, "It's Nick, isn't it?" I said, "Yes." I said, yes, it's Nick, because what, uh, I didn't want her thinking, why didn't you correct me last week? 
So I think I'm too far into it. And then this morning I go again and she goes, as soon as I, she goes, ah, I'm a cappuccino for Nick. And I go, yep. And I went and stood away and they called out Nick and I had the cappuccino again without correcting my name. This is three times now. It's way, it's too late. I'm Nick and this is my new local. I own the apartment. Look at this it's stage. like it's a rental. I'll be out in six months. No, look, I've got the solution for you. Um, audio balls. Here's our audio producer, Australia's in the Bells and Whistles Factory. Mm. Uh, just change all production and all uh, sounds to it's the Jimmy and Nick show yeah, now. Yeah, Jimmy and Nick show. Easier. <laughs> change um, it all. Kira, can you please get uh, mm. Jimmy and Nick up on the socials as well, please? Uh, it's just easier for that. I'm so getting Nathan messages. Got, uh, so I put this on my Instagram uh, at uh, at Nathan Roy, not Nick. <laughs> Personal plug here. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to get my name out there because <laughs> people aren't understanding it. And so I ask people to try and help me because I don't know what to do. And like a lot of people, they know that I struggle with this stuff. And here are some of the suggestions. Um, someone said, marry her. Don't know why. What? Uh, someone said, wear a name tag in next time. If she asks, say you were volunteer training. I don't know. Shit suggestions. This is, um, this is why we don't take personal suggestions. My mum. My mum's got involved. She goes, just tell her your real name. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Good Kat. suggestion. A uh, friend of ours, Brogan, pack your bags and start a new life. That is where I'm leaning at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> look, the only option here is <laughs> to get a That is where I'm leaning at the moment. But You're, look, luckily... I'm in too deep. I can't change it. There's... I... Australia, I mean, I don't know where Nath lives, um, mm. obviously... There's another coffee shop 10 metres away. It's not as good. <laughs> this well, is my issue. you've made... Okay, and also, you know I'm a people pleaser, right? Yeah. To get to the other coffee shop, I have to walk past, past it, which means she'll go, oh, no, Nick's left me. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> she starts talking shit about Nick. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she wouldn't know it or no. People in the neighbourhood go, Jesus, Nick goes. <laughs> Who the hell's Nick? Here's the thing, Jim, I can't be the only person who's done something like this before, either called somebody the wrong name or been called the wrong name for a long time. So 131060 Australia, jump on the phones right now. How long were you called the wrong name or how long did you call somebody else the wrong name? For me, uh, it's been three and a half weeks now of being called Nick. It's probably going to be forever because I don't have the stones to correct her. Uh, and I also like the coffee better than the other coffee shop. So I'm kind of screwed there. I'm now officially Nick, which will be nice. We'll change all the show stuff. It'll be the Jimmy and Nick show. Yeah, because... yeah it's fine. You can tell my my fiance, who she's actually marrying. Yeah. Uh, it's not nice. I'll give a speech at your wedding. I'll be like, guys, I've known Nick for so many years. Um, I knew him when he was nice. Yeah. <laughs> then he went through that change, of course. 131060, how long were you called the wrong name? How long did you call somebody else the wrong name? Uh, hello, Tony. Welcome. G'day, fellas. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, we're good. Uh, how long were you called the wrong name? How long did you call somebody the wrong name? It actually wasn't me. It was my 90-year-old grandmother uh, back in high school, back in the 40s. Uh, she had a teacher call her Peter when her name's Joyce, but her surname is Peter Budge. Right, okay. And how long was she called Peter, Peter for? For the entirety of her high school yearing. Uh-huh. Oh, she didn't... Did you she ever never ask... corrected. Why can I ask? I mean, I'm not one to talk, but can I... Can I, can why I, didn't she say Can anything? I ask what, why she never corrected? Because she liked the name so much and chose to call her first child Peter, which happened to be my mum. Oh, that's nice. There you go. We should. Can we get Meg on the phone? I'll ask her if our son can be called Nick. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Uh, Samara, welcome to the show. Hi, Sam. Hello. How are you? Good. How long were you called the wrong name? How long did you call somebody else the wrong name? Um, I have been called Tamara pretty much my entire life. Mm-hmm. Wait. To the point where I've literally had a name tag on and someone has asked me if it was spelt wrong. Right. So everyone thinks it's Tamara, but you're yeah. Samara. Yes, correct. Even though very clearly there is an S There's there. an S. 
Yeah, and people also think like it's Stamara. I'm like, no, there is no T. Stamara? Stamara is not even a name. That's what I said. <laughs> do you, so, I mean, Samara, are you are you better than Stamara. me? Yeah, sorry, Stamara. Uh, do you do you correct people? Um, no, most of the time I just leave it because I'm like, you know what, it's okay. But mm. other people around me correct it, and it's quite entertaining. Right. Okay. So, what do you think Nath should do with his whole Nick Nath situation? Uh start start calling her a nickname. Yeah. Well, that's well, the problem is I don't know her name, so well, ask, ask for her name and introduce yourself. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I'm Nate. You What's your name? It. Yeah, but this yeah. Is... So then you're not correcting her. You just go, hi, I'm Nate. Yeah. What's your name? No, but, hmm. but then no in her head, she's like, well, then why? Then she thinks I'm a weirdo going by Nick and then I've oh, changed you go, it. I've got, that's my name. It's Nathan. Or, okay, what about this? And Samara, you can weigh on this as well. Obviously, I'm, I'm telling Jimmy and, and Samara, your thoughts here. What if I, oh, this, I reckon I've got it. Yeah. What if I pretend I'm an identical twin? Oh, and, yeah. And just I, pull the twin thing. And yeah. yes. So you have no. the twin brother around. His name's Nick. And because you're both N, it works. Oh, I think we've done it. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, uh, Stamara's happy with that. What do you <laughs> Jim, Jim, thoughts? Can oh, you see any, any holes in that story? No, no. I mean, something to think that Nick will never come back. <laughs> no. Grow When your beard grows out a bit, you go in as Nick. Yeah, right. And then when every time you shave, you go in as <laughs> Yeah, Nate. Which, which one is it? Do you guys, you guys ever going to come in together? Oh, we don't really talk. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, hello. Hello. Uh, how long were you called the wrong name, Tiff, or did you call somebody else the wrong name? Uh, one of my regular customers called me the wrong name for 16 and a half years. Oh, what, what, did they, what did they call you? Felicity. And your name's Tiffany? Yes. Not even, and did you, you... Didn't, you didn't correct them for 16 years? No. How did they, he, why, why did they stop calling you? He's only, he still confuses me every now and then and calls me Felicity, but mm. it's only because he heard someone else say my name when he was in the shop one day. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. So, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany, what if I go into the coffee shop with Nath and then you order and they write down Yeah, Nick, and they go Nick. But, but then when I walk in, I go, Nath, as I live and breathe, it's my friend Nath. What do you reckon, Tiffany? Do you reckon that would work? Um, yeah, well, that's what happened with this guy. So. Okay. The only thing I worry about, Jim, is I'll feel bad and go, my name's not Nath, it's Nick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nath podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. Drink West Brewery and uh, Aqua Golf in Penrith uh, for all your free Eagle Boys pizzas, but also very soon, just before 9 o'clock. Um, we're getting people to call up, and we're going to send out pizzas right around the country, Jim. Uh, yeah, if you do want to get those places, if you miss what Nate said, or times, locations, all that stuff, it is on the Instagram, on the grid. It's been gridded at Jimmy and Nate. Uh, Jim, devastating news for all our tradie friends of the show out there, because we could be staring down the barrel of a Dare iced coffee shortage. Of course, we know that is a go-to. They love their Dare iced coffee. All the tradies out there gets them through the day. Mm. They have to, my old man, he's, a, he's been a tradie for many, many years. I reckon he has three or four dares a day. Tradies breakfast is uh, some sort of iced coffee or chalky milk and mm. pie and a ciggy. Absolutely. That's all. The, <laughs> not necessarily yeah, in that order. <laughs> Uh, dozens of employees. Get this, at Bega's Penrith Factory. So Bega owned Dare, right? That's how this works. Yeah. So uh, there, which is, again, in Sydney's West, where we're going tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a chat to them. Uh, they've, gone, they've gone on strike this week demanding a pay rise. Workers at the site responsible for the production of Dare Ice Coffee uh, have demanded a pay rise because of the uh, Cosy Live. So they just asked for more money because of Cosy Live. Cost of living uh, being abbreviated to the Cos of Live 
uh, everywhere, or is this something you're trying to make happen right here, right now? You know I love shortening words without an explanation. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> In answer to your question, yes. Yes. Well, it's, it's co- words cost more now. They, so they, they really do. Unfortunately, we can't even, we can't even say cost of living. It's just too, say, and what we, do they say? Time is money. So now it's the cause of live. And we charge per word uh, on the show. Busy. Exactly. Our executive producer, Bruce, she writes down every word we say, we put it in a time sheet and we send it to our boss. That's how this works. <laughs> we get paid on words. <laughs> uh, this could create a pause in production and then a lack of dare ice coffee on our shelves, which would devastate the tradies, mm. especially coming into the footy finals. You know what I mean? You want to get through a hard day's work and then celebrate with a frothy uh, and watching your, your respective team play and your respective coach. <laughs> Whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, so here's the thing. Traders of Australia, of course, this is devastating news for you all. But don't worry. Have no fear because I got you. I'm going to fix this problem for you right now and hand out some dare ice coffee to the tradies right around the country with a little thing called Jimmy and Ace Truth or Dare Iced Coffee. Are you a tradie? Are you feeling sleepy and slow? Are you missing your dare iced coffee? I bet you are, mate. Well, we've got, got something, something to perk you up. On the Jimmy and Nate Show, it's time for Truth or Dare. Yep, 131060, Traders of Australia, jump on the phones right now. doesn't matter what kind of trade you're in. You give us a call, 131060, if you want to score yourself a Dare Ice Coffee. Got a whole fridge of them, and I'm just going to be throwing them out. I'm the Oprah of Dare Ice Coffees, Jim. That's what I'm doing. So if you want one, you give us a call right now. And the, how it works, right, Truth or Dare Ice Coffee, all you need to do is admit to when you're stuffed up on the site, which I know happens, but you blame somebody else. Right, so that's where the truth comes in. So you've got to be truthful about a mistake that you made on the job whilst being a tradie, but you blame somebody else. Yeah, you're not blaming them now. You no, blamed them then. You blamed them then, right? Yeah. Maybe you're not. You didn't do something and then call up our show now and go, "Change your mind." Steve did it. No. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not asking for live blaming. Absolutely. Don't change the narrative. <laughs> no, don't change the and narrative. And we'll pretend to be there. Yeah, no, no, we were there. We change saw it. Change the facts. Yeah. Uh, no, that's no. not what I'm asking for. You, when you screwed up the job site, but you did blame someone else at the time. Yes, 131060. It is called Truth or Dare Ice Coffee. Tradies of Australia. Will you, sorry, will you accept yep. they, they stuffed up or they did something, but they didn't blame anyone, mm. but they didn't own it. So they went... Yep, that's I fine. Know, I don't know, mate. She was like that when I got here. Abs- yep, the, perfect. The car was upside down on the roof of this house we're building. Yep, yep, 100%. The bathtub went through the window, and you you went there, must happen, hooligans at Strong night. Strong wind. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, happened? Someone left the be... window open, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Your bathtub will go right out well, of Well, they make those tubs so light these days. Yeah. You know, anything will do it. Don't make it like they used to. 131060, Tradies of Australia, I'm saving the day, and I'm handing out some delicious, some cold dare ice coffees. It is called Truth or Dare Ice Coffee. All you need to do is give us a call, 131060. If you are a tradie and you screwed up on the job site and you either blame somebody else or you said, I don't know what happened, mate. Lincoln, welcome to the show. Hello, Link. Hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. First things first, Link, you a tradie? Uh, pardon? Sorry? Are you, are you a tradie, Link? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's What's a tradie, Link? A trade. <laughs> Don't confuse him even more, mate. <laughs> what kind of trade are you in, Lincoln? Uh, I'm a all-round plumber, so I do roofing, uh, guttering, renovation, etc. Oh, a bit of everything. We love it. Okay, now, Lincoln, you want to score yourself a dare ice coffee? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good, bro. Now, tell us, when did you stuff up on the site and blame somebody else? Uh, so this is my first week of working for me boss. Mm. Um, 
So I'm only in the penis. He, this other bloke working for him was in the penis too. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to put this like, tarp down over this roof just to stop Bane from getting in while we went for lunch. And um, I put this little like two by four piece of wood at the end of the roof mm-hmm. just to hold it down. And we've gone for lunch, you know, had our stuff, had a dare ass coffee. <laughs> Good man. Um, come back, jump on the roof, look down, the two by fours falling off the roof onto some car's windshield, oh. smashed it to pieces, and oh. I've looked at it and gone, oh, what have I done? <laughs> Next minute, the boss starts giving the apprentice a pay going, mate, did you, like, put that there? And he goes, oh, I, I can't remember, I can't remember. And I'm sitting there going, oh, oh, mate, why would you put that there? <laughs> Good did you did you ever tell anyone Link that it was that was you that did it? Um, nah, I've kept that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just earned yourself. You've just yeah. earned yourself another dare ice coffee, Link. Good on coffee. you, mate. Uh, hello, Chelsea. Welcome. Hey, hey, guys. How are you? Good. You a tradie, Chelsea? Um, I'm an apprentice electrician. Okay, a sparky. Okay, so Chelsea, if you want to score yourself a dare ice coffee, you got to play truth or dare ice coffee. Just admit to stuffing up. When did you stuff up and blame somebody else on site? Um, I stuffed up in my first year. It was actually my first day on um, site. I work in a mine site. Yeah. Um, and I left my lock on a job at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much got chased through the pit. Um, by another tradesman. Yeah. And got told that I left my lock on, and I blamed it on my tradesman for not taking his off first. Oh, so <laughs> did you? Did he buy that, Chels? Oh uh, yeah, pretty well. He kind of took some of the blame and was like, you, "Oh, sorry, you know, Chels, sorry to interrupt. What is what does it mean? Leave a lock on? Like, why is that upset someone? I'm confused. So on a mine site, you have to um, isolate all points of um, like where you know. You have to isolate all like electrical points so nothing can be energized when someone else is on the job. Mm-hmm. So that way, no one can start um, start the machinery if someone else is working. Right. Okay. So he couldn't start his machine because your lock was on. Yes, that's correct. And, you, and you've blamed it on another tradie. Yes. Yeah. Good on you, Chelsea. Have a dare ice coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. Hello, mate. Welcome. Hey guys, how are we? Yeah. Are we? Jesus, yeah, stuff cool. that up. No. Do you, know, do you, <laughs> know you want to blame? Do you want another go at it, Matt? Well, we'll start. Yeah, guys, how are we? Yeah, yeah. Mate. <laughs> you nailed it, Matt. Have a dare ice coffee. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys, just parked up the car. <laughs> You're right, Matty. Uh, Where'd you stuff up, Matty? Uh, no, it wasn't me. It was the, uh, well, I'll, I'll take the blame, but uh, I blame mm. on the apprentice. Okay, yeah, okay, of course. Um, we're, we're, we're sticking with the blame game. Great. What, yeah, what happened? 100%. <laughs> play, play in the first year. Yeah. Anyway, um, installing a water fetch at the time. I'm a landscaper. Uh, I have a very, very wealthy client um, down in Brighton, Victoria. Yep. And uh, it slipped off this easement um, little platform there and uh, unfortunately shattered in uh, in heart or, or shattered in a couple of like, quite a few oh. pieces. And uh, the boss comes around the corner and he goes, what was that? I said, oh, mate, I don't know. I'm just... Go to the toilet, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> First, your friend just looks at me and just looks like, what, what, what are you doing? I said, mate, what are you, what are you doing? Just like, I was going to full blame game on the first year apprentice and uh, <laughs> short story, uh, 42 and a half grand later and uh, the first year got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Have a dare ice coffee, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. 
This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. Nate, I want to ask now on 131060, uh, what happened when you returned home from the holiday? Mm. Mm. This is after I saw a story. A family, upon returning home, discovered uh, that they allegedly... Um, believe allegedly that their neighbours, someone definitely had, but they think their neighbours, yeah. had stolen part of their fence. What? <laughs> what bit of colour bond? To build a new fence on their own property, <laughs> which was the same colour colour bond so, sheeting. So it, was, it was the mauve colour bond sheeting, and they've gone. Well, this must be ours. Our, was theirs? I'm assuming theirs was then. Theirs was missing and. Yeah, so they get home. Uh, so you can imagine they've got a, like a side fence. Yep. Um, that like, almost like a property divider. Yeah. That, so it's it's from their place to that place, but that place had so they backed up onto this. Right. So the back of their house was on the side of this house. Okay. Yeah. Got you. The one that backs up on has two houses either side. Hmm. So this family, they go away on holidays. They come back, big chunk of their fence is gone. Fence is gone. Yeah. Now it wasn't colour bond; it was wooden fence. Yeah. But suddenly, their neighbours have a new wooden fence on the other side that they didn't have before <laughs> okay. with the new neighbours. Okay, if if they did this, mm. how do they think they would get away with it? You know what I mean? Like there's a hole in the f- and there's then there's a new fence that's exactly the same on the other side. Of course there's going to be suspicion. Well, look, I, I, I probably, we don't have time to get him now because he's really hard to book and he's, you know, he's fighting laws sure. uh, and he's, um, his boss, uh, Wordy Bailiff Jim. Mm, so um, his boss, hard to get, I'm pretty sure it's his offside get and hold I don't on, know why he employs we, him. We probably can't get lawyer Nathan no. and Wordy Bailiff Jim in. Yeah. Um, but the, the victims, mm. uh, the fenceless family. <laughs> The, pl- unsure- the plaintiff, it's a civil case. Yeah, they're they're unsure how to proceed legally. Mm. <laughs> well, this, this would have been perfect. I mean, you're so right. He's very hard to come Maybe by. Maybe next week. Yeah. We'll get him in and revisit this. Yeah, Because it really does feel like... The Honourable Lawyer Nath would love to be and here. And Wordy Ballard. No, I, I don't even think they work together anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're right. He fired Lawyer No, he, he can't because he's a bailiff. It's I don't a know special, why I'm getting so into it. We've I don't know what's not us. Yeah. So look, um, I I kind of look. I'll be honest. If it happened to me, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed off. But it is. You kind can of, see it. It's kind it's, of funny. How's it? It is kind of funny. But like the fact that like they didn't even paint it. They're so they're saying they went over to him. They went, yeah. hey, my fence is. This gone. is clearly the fence. But you've got a new fence. Yeah. And they go, yep. And they go, well, you can't. Was it, did you take the wood from our fence and put it? Because mind you. Because they've taken wood from said fence, there's nothing really separating these two houses. No, so there's now, now a clear view. So they've kind of stolen from their own fences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now they, but the, so they went fenceless on one side to now fenceless out the back. You know what? What? I'm sitting on the fence with this one. I, I, I don't know whose side to take. I need to hear both sides of the case, both sides of the fence. I, <laughs> they say. The grass is greener mm. on the other side. Yep. Now they can see. 100%. The defence rests. <laughs> defence. Well done. Thank you, mate. So, look, Australia, um, what happened to you? Uh, maybe something's gone. Maybe something's built. Maybe your neighbours have done something. Whatever it was, what happened? You went away on holiday. You come back home. Something's not the same. 131060. Uh, hello, Cody. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you guys? Good. What happened when you returned home from holiday, Cody? So this is something we actually had done to our neighbours. Um, oh, okay. We were fortunate enough for Christmas we got a pool. Mm. And as you know, a few years ago we had water restrictions. Yep. And our parents said we weren't allowed to fill it up. So me and my brothers thought we'll go jump the fence, get the hose and fill up our own pool. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. And is that what you did, Cody? Yes, we yeah. did. And we had well, a great time off. Well done. Can I ask, Cody, how did your parents feel about that? Were they mad or were they like... Happy about it because they've got I, a pool as well. 
Well, I think they thought it was a genius idea. They didn't say anything about it. <laughs> Did the neighbours get, do you know if they got a knock on the door from like Sydney Water or something? No, not too sure, but I'm sure their water bill was high. <laughs> <laughs> How long were they away for, Cody? Uh, I would say a good four weeks. See, oh. maybe one pool fill-up is equal to four weeks' worth of use. Yeah, you're so right. And then, Cody, when they got home, so you didn't get caught, did you drain the pool? Uh, no, we kept the pool going. Yeah, just say. <laughs> you guys want to come over and use your pool? Our pool? Uh, yeah, our pool. Your water? Insult injury. What? How'd you get that? It rained while you were away. Thank you, Cody. Uh, Emma, welcome. Hi, Em. Hey, how you going? Good. What happened when you returned home from holiday? Well, you see, uh... I'm actually the problem neighbour here. You're the you're the problem neighbour. What did you do? So our neighbours are kicking back on a nice. Em, em, hey. I'm not. Em, we can't hear you. You you sound like you're 30 kilometres away. From you're the also phone. the problem caller, Emma. Uh, get <laughs> <laughs> have if it, I yell at you? Have it. I'll I'll put you on hold, Em. Just we'll come back. We'll to come you. back to you. All right. Come back to Emma. We may not. Yeah, we may. Oh, we, she's gone. Oh, she's gone. Yeah, all right. Hello, <laughs> hello, Nathan. Welcome to the show. How you going, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Great phone line. Uh, what happened when you returned home from holiday, bro? Uh, we had a nine-day trip. Um, the night before we left, or the day before, day of, either way, um, I left the sprinkler on in the backyard. Mm. Didn't realise because we left at 4 a.m. Um, oh. I returned home to shin-deep water in my yard and either side of us as well. Oh. Um, we live on a slant. Well, we lived, sorry, we're no longer there. Um, but, yeah, one dude was on holidays too, and the other person was a hermit that sort of never left their house, so they didn't realise. Oh. Um, yeah, so. I, I love how you said we used to, it's now the Murray River. Uh. Yeah, yeah, exactly right, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, we don't live anymore because it washed away. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere With across. a houseboat at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Uh, hello, Susie, Welcome. Hello. Uh, Susie, what happened when you returned home from holiday? Well, mine's a little bit different because I'm actually looking after someone's house who's away on holiday okay. and looking after her pet dog. Are you talking right no right now, Susie? Yes, right now. Okay. And, okay. Her, and her pet dog no longer exists. Oh, no, you killed the dog. Well, I thought I did, but no, it wasn't me, don't worry. I was in tears all day. I was so upset I'd take it to the vet. But I was so distraught about telling her what had happened. What, what happened and, uh, to the dog, Susie? Well, apparently it ate rat sacks. And oh. I couldn't figure out for the life of me why, how it had got the rat sack. And I, did, I took it away with me to my holiday house thinking, holy crap, it's got under the house, it's eaten a mouse, blah, blah, blah. Oh. So I was a mess. I was a mess the whole day. Had to take it to the vet. You know, I was very distraught. Um, texted my friend eventually. Yeah. Um, overseas, and he said, oh, no, I put rat sack in the roof of the house before I left, and, yeah, so the dog must have eaten one of the rats got out and eaten the mouse. And Hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on. So you, you've told the owner that the dog... Via text. Via text that the dog had eaten the rat well, sack. Well, no, I, her parents contacted her because the dog was at the vet and right. very sick. Mm. So then... Um, yeah, and then I texted her to say, oh, my God, I don't know where this dog got the rat sack. I feel so bad, blah, 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 blah. And she said, no, she put rat sack in the roof before she left the ha- her house. So the dogs obviously would have been in the yard and eaten the rat while it was there. Um, and she's just like, oh, well, you know, shit happens. And I'd been, <laughs> I'd been a mess. Shit happens. Sorry. I'd been a mess all day. Like, I was so distraught. I was ringing people. I'm like, oh, Sorry, so Susie, they didn't, they didn't care that their dog was dead. 
Well, I think she could, but she's just bit like, oh, she's... Get like, another one. No, no, she's probably yeah. like... She... I know. Do you I get the rats? <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Uh, Nate, I want to ask now in 131060, what were you known for at school? Sure. This is after um, a member of the team, unfortunately, got pranked by a uh, another unofficial member of the team. Mm-hmm. So um, if you do listen to our show, you might know Lockie McIntyre. Yeah, friend of the show, the Dockster, he goes by. Dockster. Dockster. Yes, uh, he's a funny guy. Uh, mm. Nathan, I love him. He comes on the show every now and then. Um, he's actually going to be out tomorrow night with us. Yeah, he's coming out. He must have nothing better to do on a Friday That's- night. <laughs> he's the only Eagle Boys ambassador who's going to come out to Penrith. Well, um, Clara from Bankstown messages as well, and she might make an appearance as well. Really? So that's two out of three. Well, she said might, might which means yeah. probably not. not. <laughs> it's better than anything we've got from Book Boney. <laughs> You're so right. After we called her, didn't message us back. Well, it's also because I said that she was on Channel 7. Yeah, uh, on Sunrise. That's mm. right. It's hard, mate. It's hard. I can't keep up. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, Lucky Mac unfortunately stitched up our uh, good friend Digital Kira um, by claiming that she had... <laughs> It was someone from her school mm. uh, that she was receiving an award for uh, smelliest alumni. Right, okay. Because um, she does. She does smell a bit. She's she? a bit on the nose, but that's yeah. why we keep her outside and we're protected by the glass yeah. here in the studio. And she actually has her own desk. It's separate from producer Jay and mm. Bruiser. Um, just yeah. keeps keeps her away from them. Yeah. Um, so, look, I, I've asked, um, look, you know, it's a very prestigious. Oh, who let her in here? Oh, don't get out of here. If you don't need digital Kira. There, Kira. So, look, I've, um, it's a prestigious award, mm. but unfortunately it wasn't real. Lockie was just texting her as a little prank. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks to our good friend, uh, Audio Bones at the Bells and Whistles Factory, um, she can accept this award. Hey, guys, Digital Kira here. And yesterday while I was working, I received a very strange text message from an unknown number. It said, Hi, I'm reaching out on behalf of College's Alumni Committee. We'd like to award you the prestigious award of Stinkiest Ex-Student. We'd love for you to come in and accept this award at your earliest convenience. Again, congratulations. You were truly the stinkiest. It was a bit sus. This person (laughs) seems to know a little too much about me. Who could it possibly be? The only people who know what school I went to are my group of friends and the people I went to school with all those years ago. So I sent the screenshot to the girls' group chat, having a bit of a giggle, but wanting to find out who it was. And the girls, well, they're better than the FBI. One cross-referenced their own contacts, another checked pay ID, a quick Google search, Facebook, Instagram, exhausting all options until one decided to give the number a call. And not even five minutes after receiving the text message, we had the culprit. None other than the doctor himself, Lockie McIntyre. Doxter! Why did he do it? That remains to be seen. Junior next week to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so a round of applause to Kira Nath. Yeah, um, well done. One of the great PU pools yeah. at that school. PU pool. What a well PU pool. But look, what I'd love to know, Australia, is uh, what were you known for? At oh, great. Look, my school didn't. I know some school did the, you know, most likely to succeed or mm. funniest or whatever. We never had any of those. We things. didn't do those either. But I mean, people were known for different things. Yeah. Like, um, do you have any examples yourself, Nathan? No, I, I was. No, this is going to sound pretty wanky, right? But I was known for having a pretty good party. Right, having a good time, <laughs> having a good time. No, as in, like I had a sixteenth, I had an eighteenth, I had a twenty-first, 
And uh, sorry, you were still at school at twenty-one. I failed a few grades. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, you got to go to one and eight. Because the thing was, I was lucky enough that my dad, and he still does, he works on boats, right? And dad wheels and deals. Big Mickey, we've had him on the show many, many times. Wheels and deals with a lot of people who drive and own boats. We don't own a boat, but he would always go, hey, Nath, how about you have your 16th, your 18th, your 21st on a boat? So I would always have boat parties. So I was known as the boat party guy, right? So everyone was like, oh, can I, you know, get in what, uh, you know, Nathan's boat party? And I was like, sure, mate. Got to the point where we need like a manly ferry to fit people on. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, um, 1310 CC, give us a call. We've also put up on Instagram. Uh, got some responses here I really enjoy. This was from mm. Jules underscore OBR. Um, she was known as being the tallest mm-hmm. and also the first to wear a bra. Oh, first. Uh, I almost got that, but it was taken away by a friend of mine, Harry Jordan. Uh, <laughs> um, this one, I'm not sure about. Sarah underscore Fox. Uh, I choked a kid out on the bus. <laughs> I was noticed crazy. I think that just might be a confession. <laughs> I don't know, they had Instagram in jail. Uh, Thank you for weighing in. Uh, Jess Marie said, I had all the gel pens. Uh, It was 2005 and I was the coolest kid in the class. Oh, yeah, the gel pens were popular. And they're different colours. I used to steal them from Adelaide Davis, you know, my first girlfriend. Oh, your first girlfriend. Mm, What's she up to? I think she choked a kid out on the bus. I don't (laughs) And it was you after you broke up with her. Yeah. And don't, stole a gel pen. dare you, Nathan Roy. <laughs> 131060, right, Australia. Jump on the phones right now. What were you known for at school? It can be anything. Uh, Luke, welcome to the show. Hello, mate. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What were you uh, known for at school? I used to be the second school canteen. So I used to have chewies and candy and all that for my locker. Great. So were you, were you selling these, Luke? Yeah, mate. Killing it. Making profit. So good. <laughs> So what people would come to your like locker and you'd you'd sell them gum and stuff. Yeah, I was. And then teachers were like, "Why is there an increase of chewing gum under the table? <laughs> Why is the canteen losing money?" One of the teachers found that went, "Oi, I won't tell the school principal if you give me half the money." <laughs> A oh, teacher said actually? that. Yeah, bro, not not joking. That's what the teacher <laughs> said. And did you we'll do it? Halves. No, I said canteen's closed. See ya. Oh. Business. <laughs> Luke, were you, how much was your markup? Like, so say you bought... Were, were yeah, you just, what were you charging for one Chewy? Uh, so I'd sell them in, like, back box quantities. So okay. say, for example, I bought it for, like... I went to, like, the biggest lolly shop in the world in Telemarine. Yeah. And I'd buy, like... I'd buy a box for, like, 10 bucks. I'd sell it for 20. Oh, it's a bloody 100% can I, markup. Can I ask you, Luke, what do you do now that you're outside of school? I work in retail. I'm trying... I'm, I'm, I can't say what retail, but I work in retail. So you basically continued it. Pretty much. He can't. He can't but say. Not for myself. Yeah, I was about for to say. <laughs> he can't say because he's selling stuff out the back of his car. <laughs> now I sell drugs. <laughs> Hello, Amy. Hi, guys. How are you going? Good. What were you known for at school? Coke bottle glasses. Coke bottle glass. How thick are we talking, Amy? Oh, like like really, really thick, really bad, really embarrassing and really bad. Oh, was there anyone else that had such bad, you know, glasses and no, eyesight? I was the only one in a high school of about 600 oh. back, in the, back in the late 80s. So yeah. I was the only one who, yeah, had that. Didn't make glasses that fashionable back then either, Amy, did they? No, they were disgusting. They oh. were disgusting. Even mm. my maths teacher ended up calling me Coke bottle. You'll amount to nothing in your in your um, oh. older years. Oh. And Amy, what have you amounted to in your older years? Oh, I'm a nurse, successful for thirty three years. Well and... done, Amy. Can I, I was... ask, Amy, did you ever move to contacts or did you keep the glasses? 
No, I moved to contacts and glasses changed and I've now got, you know, fashionable glasses and I'm fine with either way. But I did meet that maths teacher in a reunion mm -hmm. and um, said to him that, um, do you know me? And he goes, no. And I went, I'm whoever I am. Yep. And he said, um, oh, oh, okay. And I said, remember you told me this? And he goes, no. And I said, well, let's just hope you're never a patient of mine. Kill him. That's a, what? what? <laughs> you just spoke to a drug dealer and a murderer. Came in for a broken leg. Slit jugular. How did that happen? Uh, Brandon, welcome. How are you guys? You're good, mate. What were you, what were you known for at school? Mate, uh, the early mid nineties. I was a bloke to come to when you wanted to play when you wanted um, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the floppy disk. Oh, you had the copied illegal version, Brennan. I had them. That I had them indeed. Yeah, and I had the um. I'd give everyone a copy of the Game Shark code as well so oh. they could rear candy up. That is so good. So, Brendan, how did you come across this? Were you good on the computers or did you have a I was, mate? Or? I, was, I was good on the computers. And um, once the MP3s and Nero all came in, I was a bloke to see instead of getting 20 songs on a CD, you'd get, you know, 300 of them. Oh. So. Brendan. Can I ask, what, what do you do now for work, Brendan? Uh, I drive trucks. So... Yeah, the IT and all that didn't follow through, but yeah, went into the trade side. But trucks have CD players. Well, they do, but well, you know, them. you've got iTunes and yeah. anyway, there's, there's enough on um, there's enough on Fox to listen to anyway. Yeah, Spotify put Brennan out of business. Unfortunately, yeah, that's why Brennan listens to radio. Yeah, of good, course, man. good man. Uh, we are available for those listening on floppy disk. If you go to any, <laughs> go, go to Brendan, <laughs> see him in his truck. You can get Jimmy and Nathan on floppy disk. Uh, hello, Georgia. Hi, how are you? Good. What were you known for at school? Oh, look, in the late 90s, I grew up in a very small uh, country town in central New South Wales. I was the only ranger with hairy legs <laughs> because my parents didn't want me to shave my legs because it wasn't necessary. You're not trying to impress anyone. So you had to go to school with a skirt. And hairy legs, and I got picked on daily until I left. Oh. What, did they, what did they call you, Georgia? Uh, I was just ranger. Yeah. I was a ranger girl. And Very my good. mum always used to cut my hair, you know, the, the fringe that was crooked, and I was mm. completely embarrassed. I left in year 10. What would you have gone with, Jim? I don't know. I was thinking you didn't see you get the hairy legs. You got the the ranger more see, than... I would have gone... I, George, I'll be honest. I would have gone after the legs. You would have been daddy red legs to me. Yeah. <laughs> No, you'd yeah, be crying, well, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, no, I never cried. Never well, cried. on you, Georgia. I was thinking like More a More for them now. Yeah, I'm now you? in politics, so they can all get, you know. <laughs> Deported. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Some breaking news right now. The boys have brought you Saving the Wave and Hunting for Bigfoot are ready for their next idea. Across the country, one night only and one pizza only, we present Jimmy and Nate are the Eagle Boys. Find a new boys in town, the Eagle Boys. Jimmy and Nate are the Eagle Boys. So watch out, the Eagle Boys may be in your neighborhood tonight. And flap, 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 flap. 
clap. That's right, Jim. Clap. We are officially clap. on a mission to bring back Eagle Boys Pizza, an Aussie icon, one night only, one pizza only. If you haven't been a part of this journey, Australia, let me summarise it for you. We found out seven years ago, iconic Australian pizza chain, over 400 stores, Eagle Boys closed down. We spoke to the founder, Tom Potter. He gave us his blessing to bring it back, one night only, one pizza only. We found several Eagle costumes, which will join us on site with the Eagle Boys truck tomorrow. Somebody will be wearing these Eagle Boys costumes and flapping all night. Australia, you voted with the help of Jimmy's mum, Sue, and we've decided that we are bringing back Eagle Boys original barbecue meat lovers. That is the pizza we are handing out tomorrow night. And also, on tonight's show, we revealed where we're going to be. We're going to be in Western Sydney in Penrith, uh, location one from 7pm. We will be at Drink West Brewery. Drink West Brewery is where we will be. You come and see us, you score yourself a free Eagle Boys pizza. Then after that, from about 8.30, we'll be at Aqua Golf Penrith. So you can have a hit of uh, Aqua Golf, hit the ball into the water. Uh, grab yourself a free Eagle Boys, uh, Eagle Boys pizza. All the while, we are going to be broadcasting the show live, Jim. Yes, and uh, look, if, there's a lot of information there, um, mm. but make sure you're following us on the socials at Jimmy Nath. We've got the uh, the dresses, the locations, the times, and just funny videos. Yes. It, yeah, it, it's all there, guys. Every, all Everything the information you need. you need is on the socials. Share it with your friends. But here's the thing, and Jim, you've been mentioning it throughout the whole show. Of course, we had to pick one place where we're going to, and that's going to be in New South Wales. But don't worry, Australia. Because everybody is going to potentially get some pizzas, right? So it doesn't matter where you are. You could be in Melbourne, WA, Adelaide, Canberra, whatever. If you want to score yourself a limited edition, one night only, Eagle Boys pizza, we can potentially get it to you tomorrow. 13, 10, 60. This is your only chance. Yep. Uh, Or... No, you can also DM us. Well, you can DM us, but this is your only chance on radio. On radio, yes, and it's also it's your main chance. The main, yeah, your main chance. But you can DM us on Instagram because obviously there's time. But thirteen ten sixty, jump on the phone. It's the only chance you'll ever get. Here we go. The pizza again. The phone. Yeah, pizza no longer exists. After I ask this question. Now, look, you're going you're to go on the running because we are also putting it up on the Instagram because we are looking uh, for as many people. You're going to go on the running uh, to the shortlist uh, because, unfortunately, everyone can't get a pizza. Of course. But every state will get a pizza. Mm-hmm. The phones are going nuts, guys. If you want your chance to score yourself a free Eagle Boys pizza, barbecue meat lovers delivered to your house tomorrow, wherever you are around the country. You jump on the phones, 13, 10, 60. Hello, Gabby. Welcome. Hey, guys. How are you both? We are fantastic, Gabby. Would you like to score yourself an Eagle Boys pizza tomorrow night? I would want it more than anything else right now. I love you, Gabby. You you helped us when we saved the wave. Um, Absolutely. And I I need your help now, you see. All through my childhood, my grandmother lived next to an Eagle Boys. I have never tried Eagle Boys. They wouldn't let me. Oh, you've never had it before, Gabby. So, and I looked at it every school holidays through my whole childhood. Just quickly, so I mean, Grandma wouldn't let you. Is Grandma still around, Gabby? Grandma is still around. Oh, what are you going to say to Grandma? For, yeah, what are you going to say to her? I want to eat it in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gabby, you are in the running to potentially get an Eagle Boys pizza, okay? Woohoo, thanks, guys. Good on you, Gab. Uh, Maddie from the nation's capital. Hello, Matt. Hey, uh, guys, how's it going? We're good, mate. Would you like to score yourself a one-night-only exclusive Jimmy and Eighth Eagle Boys pizza? Oh, I'd love to bring me back all the times. Every fortnight I used to go down to the local Eagle Boys, get a pizza, rent a movie, and just brings back just old movies and memories. Oh, I love what, that. Do you, do you have a memory of a certain movie when you think Eagle Boys pizza? Jaws. 
Jaws. Jaws. How, how appropriate, too. You know? What do you need to eat a pizza, Matt? Oh. Jaws. Is, yeah, Jaws, Jaws is the answer. Jaws. The answer yeah, was Jaws. Jaws. Doesn't yeah, matter, so Matt. You're in the running, bro. You're in the running. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matty. Uh, Jackie from Newcastle. Hello, Jackie. Hi, guys. How are you? We are fantastic. You want to score yourself a one-night-only, one-pizza-only Eagle Boys pizza from your boys, Jimmy and Nath? Oh, my God, yes. Without a doubt. That would be fantastic. Do you, do you have an Eagle Boys memory, Jackie? Um, not from recently, obviously. It was ages ago, years ago, and I just love them. And I just, yeah, I couldn't imagine anything better than having a pizza now, <sighs> especially if you're going to deliver it. Oh. How good is that? That would be fantastic. Wait, wait, no, we're not personally. We're not personally, yeah. but... Oh, come on, please. Oh, well, <laughs> fine. Uh, cancel tomorrow <laughs> night. We're going to Jackie's house. <laughs> Jackie, you're in the running. Good on oh, you, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good ready? stuff. Uh, <laughs> Scatter off. We're going to get to David. We've got to get to David from David. Melbourne. All right. Hello, Dave. Hello, mate. How are you? Hey, good yourself? We're good, David. Would you like to score yourself a Jimmy Nath Eagle Boys pizza tomorrow night? I would sell my soul to get one of those. You would sell? Honestly. Oh, so I've always been a fan. If you write down <laughs> on a piece of paper, David soul, we'll give you a yep. pizza. Oh, I'll do that. Okay, all right. That, it, it's an exchange. I mean, they're supposed to be free, but well, I mean, you've you've offered your soul to us, so yeah, we will be we will be taking your soul and uh, potentially handing you out a pizza. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you love Eagle Boys Pizza, David? Oh, I've always loved it, uh, and I just one of the memories I have was sitting down in front of a TV watching Rush Hour with all my friends, um, just just you know just chucking it all down, oh. um, ordering. Seven or eight pizzas. Oh, it was just memories. Man, memories. Good. Good rush hour. <laughs> so Matt had Jaws and you had Rush Hour. Yep. <laughs> and what do you need to eat a pizza, David? Oh, what do I need? Yeah. Jaws. The answer well, is Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. You can hit up Jimmy and Nate. Ask them anything your brain can think of. Literally anything. Ask them via Instagram DM on the text line or snail mail. Come on, hurry up, you little... Oh, no. Ask them anything. Yeah, unfortunately we got rid of the pigeons, but now people are standing on the nails. Yeah, ouch. Snails. Sorry, snails. (laughs) Don't stand on nails. Don't stand on nails, guys. Don't stand on nails. Ouch. Uh, look, if you want to get involved, you can hit us up on Instagram anytime at Jimmy and Nate. There is an Instagram story. Um, but 3260, anytime. The team put your questions together. But once a week, Nathan and I, we're going to do our best to answer them. All right, here we go. Question number one. Hey, so it's Melissa from Adelaide. I want to know what the difference is between the number six and half a dozen. The number six? Well, half a dozen is six, isn't it? Yeah, so there's no difference. There's no difference. They're the same thing. The same thing. I did have to think about that. Were you trying to calculate that? The yeah. number six has The number six, six and I'm a half a dozen. Well, that's also six. So there's, I mean, in answer to your question, question number one. Maybe it's a math question. Well, it's definitely a math no, question. No, no. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's false. I don't think we overthink it. I think we just long Oh, in. it's too late. I've well overthought this. And now I'm trying to find some Maybe she actual just answer. Maybe how much you, half a dozen was. But they wouldn't ask a question without, if, unless there's an answer. Half a dozen. No, mate, have you heard this? People just ask us anything. I think it's in the name of the segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, it's Josh from Melbourne, and I want to know if you could replace part of your body with a mechanical version and become a cyborg, what body part would it be? Penis. <laughs> with, with what? I'd have like an inspector gadget penis. penis. That could... Like act as a helicopter and a lasso at the okay. same time. So if baddies were getting away, I'd be like, first of all, they're in an escape car. Oh my god, how are we going to so catch you'd them? You have to drop your pants to fight crime. <laughs> yeah, and what a tagline! <laughs> oh my god, that man dropping his pants. Don't worry, that's Inspector Gadget penis. Yeah. <laughs> he's here to help. Dropping his pants and dropping criminals since '93. <laughs> that's what this guy does. Hey, it's Dan from Toowoomba. I want to know what movie unexpectedly made you cry. Like, a movie that made you cry without you expecting it to. Robin, you've got the perfect answer for this. Well, babe, to pig in the city. That is not an expected cry. Well, no, okay. No, that's you... right. That's the right answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not expected. Like, it's not like, you know, people go to Titanic and go, I'm probably going to cry. The boat's going to sink. So people are going to mm. die here. You go to Babe 2, Pig in the City, you're not thinking, tearjerker. Have we ever, have we ever, have you seen it, Babe 2, Pig in the City? Because no. you're a country boy. I thought maybe you'd be in it, Babe 2. Have like, you seen Babe 1? What do you think happens in the country? Well, you got your pigs and sometimes they go to the we city. Just, what, we just all, <laughs> all movies. Don't you have talking pigs? <laughs> Every movie we watch in the country is based upon what's around us. Have you seen the latest <laughs> flick about a cow? Are you, are you? Jeez, we love those horse movies. <laughs> are you telling me that there was no talking pigs out in Gundawindi? There's no talking. Well, <laughs> no, there weren't any talking bits. But for those that don't know, Nath cried. Babe, two pig in the city. So if you if you don't, how old were you? Twenty. No, <laughs> I reckon it would have been four, uh, 14, 15. Because that's I, still too old but, to cry. No, the problem is you, what happened. No, because I'm a sucker for like when things go downhill for old people, right? <laughs> Which is why I also cried in Up and um, the Tom Hanks. Movie, which I think is like a real life up, a yeah. uh, man called Otto. Quite in both of those, old man, old man, babe, two pig in the city, old woman. So and she's what, hard what done happens? by. What the tro- I don't remember the she exact lose plot. A pig. I didn't want to watch it again because I'm so sad. No, well, she didn't lose babe. It's, it's not babe two. He's somewhere in the city. Help me find him. Yeah, he's in my sandwich, <laughs> no. baking an egg. <laughs> and that's why I cried. It was yeah, devastated. No. And she, but you had... weren't eating the sandwich. <laughs> Hey, it's Mia in Sydney, and I just want to know, what's the largest animal you could kill with your bare hands in five minutes if it doesn't fight back? Well, according to that lady, it was the pig in the city. It became a delicious bacon and egg. I can't can't kill something that's not going to fight back. Let's just lay there. What do you mean? Well, no, maybe maybe she's assuming that you're sneaking up on it. Yeah, but she yeah, said in five minutes, hold. but it's not going to fight back. Well, you could kill anything, couldn't you, if it's not fighting back? Well, it depends how strong it would be. And I've got a gun. Well, is that part of it? Do you have a gun? I always have a gun. Yeah, you do. You didn't know that? That was your mechanical thing that you changed. <laughs> you... I turned my hand into a gun. <laughs> you have, you have no, an I actual pistol. my penis into a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you're my arch nemesis. Quick start the helicopter. <laughs> Which out, I'll shoot you. Full of <laughs> No. <laughs> Turns out you can't ask us anything. That's... <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Nate, we were just talking about uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, uh, we're a couple of Swifties. Oh, some of the biggest Swifties. Looking forward to our, our world tour, the new the Eras tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, she's got a new she's got a new boyfriend, mate. She's seeing this Travis Kelsey bloke who mm. plays in the NFL. 
Unfortunately, we're on the hit network. And also, there's too many letters. NFL, NBL, NRL, AFL. What do these mean? Don't even get me started on some of the names in the NFL. I was doing some Google. Tight end? I thought that's what you had. I, have, I do have a tight end, but I'm working on it with a cream. <laughs> and what's a down? I don't know. That's how I saw your tight end. <laughs> what? Um, look, I don't know much. I know the Brisbane Lions are playing the Brisbane Broncos this weekend. No, the Lions are playing the Penrith Panthers in are the they, A-League. I think it's the Brisbane... I don't know, yeah, mate. But look... <laughs> I think there's only one man that can help us out. He's a close friend of ours. Now, he works for the Triple M's. Yes. Don't tell anyone. We, we Us as a company, we're all owned by the same company. Rock yeah. comedy sport. Yes, but he's on the Triple M's. He knows all there is to know about sport. Please welcome Elliot Lovejoy. Oh, Elliot. Hey, bud. Boys, I'm, uh, I'm in physical pain after hearing <laughs> most of that, as is my tight end. Uh, yeah, good to be with you. Hey, buddy. Look, first yeah. things first. Thanks for coming over to this network, mate. I don't. We, did, we didn't ask anybody's permission for this, but nah. look, we, we've we've asked for a helping hand, and I'm hoping yeah. you're okay to deliver. Yeah, well, I appreciate you using a photo on your socials of me from ten years ago with spaces <laughs> in my ears. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, uh, but no, it's good to be here. You look good then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people don't know what he looks like. We're in radio. He <laughs> is a oh, good-looking rooster. Oh, stop that. <laughs> You're into bearded men with tattoos. Oh, yeah. exactly. He's slightly balding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go for Marty Sheargold and then also <laughs> add, <laughs> add sleeve tattoos and a beard. Okay. A twist. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah. Elliot, of course, mm. mate, uh, this is the biggest news that anybody's talking about across the hit network. All the Swifties are loving it. And they're reaching out yeah. to us going, boys, can you explain this? Keep us updated with the relationship yeah. between Taylor and now an NFL player. First things first, mate. Mm. How has this appeared in your world? What do mm. you think about this relationship? Um... I dislike it uh, for <laughs> for a couple of reasons. Uh, a, an example I can give you, you know when Kings of Leon first came out and no one really knew about them and, and people like myself loved them and all of a sudden they released Sex is on Fire and Use Somebody and everyone <laughs> fell in love with them, but you knew you were there from the start? Yeah. Yeah. That's how real NFL fans <laughs> feel about Travis Kelsey. Uh, right. Okay. How do you feel? Because I, I see, like, you know, Nathan and I know a little bit about the sports. We, yep. But every time I turn on the ESPNs or the Fox mm. Sports News, it's Taylor Swift. Is it consuming all the channels that you watch sport on? Yeah, and, and it worries me because <laughs> Travis Kelsey himself as a character, this is a guy that got kicked out of the University of Cincinnati for smoking weed. I mean, he's a very <laughs> likable guy. Yeah. I worry that with the, the Swifties coming over from your hip network, that the NFL fans, the true ones, are going to turn on this man because that's what we do. As soon as someone gets too much attention, we decide to hate them. <laughs> so, okay, pre-Taylor Swift, do you, yep. do, NFL's like, like, do you like this bloke? Yeah, he's the best tight ends in, in, in football. He'll go down as the best tight end in, in football history. A, a name you might know, Rob Gronkowski, mm. outstanding. He's better than him. That's how good he is. Right, okay. Now, Elliot, like, obviously you watch a lot of NFL. We always yes. see it on your socials and stuff all the time. Uh, have you watched any of the, you know, any of the Chiefs games and, and instead of you know, uh, having the camera live on the game, it's been panned over to Taylor and we're missing key plays? Yeah, it, the thing is, they played the Bears on the weekend, and the Bears, if you're a rugby league fan, are like the Tigers on acid. They're even worse than them. Um, so the Bears are getting pummeled into the ground. So to be honest with you, during that game, the the shot to Taylor Swift every second play, I enjoyed because the game itself was was woeful. Give me something better to watch. Is there yeah. an athlete, you know, whether it's rugby league, rugby union, AFL, here yeah. in Australia, that's like this, like for the Australian Swifty fans, like what – Yep. Athlete here is similar to this Travis Kelsey bloke. I'll go again uh, if I'm sticking with rugby league. 
I'll go someone like a Cameron Murray from Souths in that super-duper handsome, we all know his name, outstandingly good-looking, too good for any of us. Yes. We all know who he is, but again, I know he's happily married and whatever. If he ended up with a, a model, we'd all be frustrated because they'd think, oh, it's the first time we've heard of the name Cameron Murray. No, goddammit. Travis <laughs> Kelsey, again, the best tight end in football for years. Okay, so for, for, for Aussies who you know have a little idea about rugby league and a little yes. li- and, uh, for this, so the, the perfect comparison to Taylor yeah. and, 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 of course, Travis Kelsey is mm. Cameron Murray and say like Delta Goodrum. They've got together and they're and they're potting. Is that is that fair enough? I I don't know if I enjoyed the use of the word potting, but I'm <laughs> I'm happy to go with it, yes. I don't know, I just thought a guy from the Triple M network well, you use the term potting. It doesn't doesn't come no, up. I'll, no, I'll start adding it to my vernacular, but I, no, not one that we've used yet. I went to Google, typed in NMM right. and the first thing that came up was potting. Yes. Second thing, Elliot Lovejoy. So that's <laughs> You never think about the boys in the sheds just potting one another? Uh, I do now. Now you've done that, I will be thinking about all the potting happening pre and post game. Yep. Okay, good. Elliot, this is what we needed. We need a bit of clarity because there was people out there who were very confused. Right. I don't know if we got that clarity. I think we've scared him (laughs) off ever being on this network again. But we love him to bits. Elliot Lovejoy, round of applause. Thanks, you, buddy. I appreciate it. The text I got was, can you explain the game of NFL? We didn't do that. Thank you. (laughs) This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Quentin time! That is it, guys. That is it for us tonight in the studio. Because tomorrow night we will be broadcasting live from Western Sydney, Penrith. Uh, We're going to be at uh, City West. Did I say that right? Drink At West. Jimmy and Nate and all the details are there. Yeah, you're so right. Drink West is where we're going to be. Drink West Brewery. I don't know where you got City West from. You know what I was thinking? You, you went I was, three hours with getting it right. You're so, so right. Who cares if you stuff it out now? You know what I was thinking? <laughs> I was looking at your shirt and I was like, that's quite a nice shirt. And I was like, I remember when I bought a shirt from City Beach. <laughs> we yeah. need to go. We I know we go. do. I know. And, we, and we're doing I a show it. live tomorrow from bloody pizza place. we got to be in Penrith. we got beers? We got beers? Yeah, there's a beer truck there. Oh, no, I don't know. Well, we're going to be we're going to be at a brewery, not oh. city. We have bloody Drink West Brewery. That's where we're going to be. Head drink to the Instagram. Brewery, that's what. <laughs> All the info on the Jimmy Nathan Instagram. City West drinking more. Who knows? Uh, I went to City Beach once when I was younger, and I bought a shirt. You never know. Uh, head to the Instagram. All the information's there. Send us a message. You want to score yourself a free Eagle Boys pizza? Let's get a show rating. Uh, Lukey from Victoria. Hello, Luke. Welcome. Hoo-ha, how are you guys? Uh, hoo Thank you for using the official greeting of the Jimmy and Ace show. Uh, how much you get uh, of the show tonight, Lukey? Look, I'm a bit insulted that you're doing the Eagle Boys out of Victoria. Uh-huh. It's okay, though. It's okay. We can jump on the Instagram page. Yeah, the deets. I get it. I get it. But, Luke, here's the thing. If this goes well enough, maybe we bring it back in every state. What do you think about that? Oh, you mean like there's no more Jimmy and Nathan on the radio? You're going to... Franchise it, yep. Oh, 100. Oh, no, no, that can't happen. We need you on the airwaves, okay? Okay, all right. You're a hard man to please, okay? But fine, (laughs) stay here. Uh, Luke, what do you want to give us tonight, Lukey? Look, I'll give you a nine out of ten only because that one point, that one point, I'm insulted. You're not coming to Victoria first, Mm. and also, Lukey, I did. I mean, if you missed it, Luke called the show earlier. We're talking about what you're known for at school, and Luke, you were known to sell lollies and uh, chewies out of your locker at high school, yeah. No drugs. Yeah. No, of course. <laughs> I, well, look, I did allege that you were selling drugs now. So I thought maybe that's where we slipped from a 10 to a 9. So I'm, it's nice to know that didn't affect the rating. 
Oh, nah. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm just making it sure it is Jimmy and Nate, isn't it? It is Jimmy, Jimmy and, and Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick. Jimmy and Nick. Nick is the ah, name. Ah, my bad. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Jimmy and Nick. Yeah, that, no, that's Sorry. fine, Luke. That's why you're not getting your pizza. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know, Luke. We could come. Actually, you know what we should have done is, Luke, because you're such a, I mean, because you work. Entrepreneur. You're, you're an entrepreneur. Uh, you, you work in retail now. You used to, you know, make money at school with a lot. We should have got you on board for the, you know, the marketing, the sales of Eagle Boys Pizza. Oh, my God. Business idea. The three of us. Mm-hmm. Let's open up the Jimmy and Nathan pizza shop. Don't worry about Eagle Boys. In Melbourne. Oh, sorry, Han. It's not Jimmy and Nathan, is it? That's Jimmy and Nick. Sorry. It's Jimmy, Jimmy and Nick. Nick. Yeah. Get it Get it right. Get it right. Let's open up the Jimmy and Nick pizza shop. <laughs> uh, all right, Lukey. Look, mate, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for getting... What was it? What was it a 9 out of 10? 9 out of 10. We'll, 10. we'll take it. We'll Good take on it. you, Luke. Anything Anything else you want to say, mate? You, the floor's yours, bro. Look, Nick, I'm sorry I got your name wrong. It's not Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. And that's the end of the Jimmy and Nick show. Adios. The Jimmy and Nate podcast. It's only the good stuff.